0: Welcome to the Creative Momentum Podcast. I'm your host, Jen Moulton, and I teach creative women how to make their passion projects real things that make a difference in the world. If you're ready to stop letting your self doubt hold you back and start doing the work, you are in the right place. Let's get into today's episode. Welcome to today's episode Bottom Up Making. So, today I wanted to talk a little bit about something I realized as I was reflecting on all of the work I've made. I shared recently about going through my own personal retrospective as I was cleaning out our garage. And I noticed something that stands out to me now that I think is pretty critical. And I wanted to break it down for you today. So, the title of this episode is Bottom Up Making. So, there's bottom-up making, and then the opposite would be top-down, right? So I'm going to start with top-down. Top-down making is you have this idea. It's like this pressure to create this perfect idea, maybe a perfect collection concept. I'm thinking in jewelry terms here. So I'm going to try to make this perfect collection. I'm going to try to decide ahead of time what will be current and popular and trendy, and then once i have this perfect collection idea then i'm going to sit down and make each piece to make up this collection and when i was making jewelry collections you know i would try to do like three pairs of earrings two bracelets two necklaces and two to three ring designs that was how i generally made up a jewelry collection so i would sit down and come up with my my perfect collection idea right that I was like working very hard logically to figure out and predict and plan for. And then I would make up those pieces. I would come up with designs that fit that collection of pieces, like the three pairs of earrings, the two necklaces, the two bracelets, and then the two to three rings. And then once I had those ideas, then I would sit down and start making each piece and try to make them perfectly and like get them to perfection. So in all of this, I hope you're hearing That there's a lot of pressure, there's a lot of perfectionism, a lot of logic. It's not super intuitive. I'm trying to like problem solve for what I think is going to be trendy, make predictions, etc. So that was the way that I made jewelry as I got further along in my career because I was looking outside of myself and that's what I was seeing other people were doing. So I was trying to do what someone else had done and was successful for them. And I wasn't like super listening to myself. I mean, of course I was because I was making the designs, but I was really trying to be professional and legitimate and build the business the way that I thought I should and the way that I saw other people doing it. And I can see now in reflection that trying to do it the way that other people were doing it, AKA trying to do it right, was blocking me from finding out how I wanted to do it my way. And I've, I believe now, today, that there are multiple ways. There's not one right way to do something. There's multiple ways to do things. And it's like a magical fit when you find what feels good to you, what is feeling intuitive to you, and then creating from there and then seeing the response that you get and then taking in feedback and maybe making a few adjustments, maybe not, and continuing to create from there. That's what I've come to believe is like, magical entrepreneurship, magical creation. Of course, I didn't know that back then, but I'm glad because now I'm sharing it with you today and I hope that this I hope that this clarifies for you what I think could be a super powerful realization. Okay, so I just talked about that kind of top down, right? You're starting at the top of the collection or the top of the idea, however this would apply to you, and then you're getting narrow and you're working your way down to each piece. The opposite of this is this idea, this is like made up, right? I I made this up, but this idea of bottom up making. So bottom up making might look like, again, we're going to stick with the jewelry example here. I might sit down at my jewelry bench every workday for one or two hours or three days a week, whatever would work, right? I would decide how often I'm going to sit down and just have, I'm going to curse here. So if you don't want a kid to hear this, you know, press pause to sit down at my jewelry bench for one to two hours a day and just fuck around. And I I say that word intentionally here because to me, there's a sense of like playfulness in that, but also like fucking around, like there's no attachment to it needing to become something or it's not super serious, intense, like this needs to become what for me had drawn out like my drawings of the jewelry and I was just executing those drawings. When you're sitting down to just fuck around, it's like, I don't know what this is gonna become. We'll see, I'm kind of curious, but it's playful. And it's, the idea is for you to just kind of have fun and work out your these brain ideas that we all have that are just kind of like always noodling around and seeing what comes out of that. So maybe the things that you make when you're just sitting down to fuck around Maybe these things will become a body of work and they might become a body of work that you can't even see or fathom right now. Like we just don't know. But if you don't allow yourself the time and space to express these ideas in this like fucking around way where it's like not serious, it's just like, what is this gonna become? I don't know, I'm curious. What happens if I mix these two paint colors together? What happens if I overheat this metal right here? What happens if I cold forge things together or I try to throw this pot thinner than I've ever thrown it before or I use a little bit less water, like a gazillion things? You're going to see what happens and experiment and learn and like side note, grow your skill set because you're testing your boundaries, you're testing your growth edge of the knowledge that you have. And maybe it'll become something, maybe parts of it will become something, we don't know. But the important thing is that you're sitting down and letting your brilliant ideas come to the surface, allowing space for who knows what is like working on your intuition or in the subconscious part of your brain, these ideas to come out and see what they become and then make a decision about them. So this is the bottom-up part, right? You're gonna sit down in theory, right? This is this would be the practice, I should say. You sit down for your fucking around time, a couple days a week, every day, whatever works for you for a certain amount of time, and you just see what it becomes. And then maybe you'll start to see things take form into a collection or into a new body of work. Maybe you could have seen it coming, maybe not, and maybe it'll result in nothing, but you'll have learned new skills, or maybe it'll result in nothing, but it'll give you your next idea for whatever you can work on next. Like your next brilliant creative idea might come out of this fucking around time. So the way I like to think about this is if you sit down and give yourself this fucking around time, that is inherently valuable and fulfilling because you're making, because you're expressing your ideas, because you might be discovering new ideas, because you are making new brain connections. So that's the the bottom up, right? I sit down, I fuck around, and that is inherently valuable and fulfilling to me. Versus or the opposite is top down, which is I sit down and I need to make something that's worth my time. Or I sit down and I need this to become exactly what I saw in my brain because that's what I think will be successful or good enough or is what people are expecting from me. So I want to leave you with this idea. Where might you be? We don't know for sure, so let's just play with it. But where might you be or where could you be if you gave yourself permission, even if it's once a week, to sit down and fuck around for an hour? and just see what comes out of that brilliant brain of yours and see what arises from your intuition. What are you feeling called to work with? What are you feeling called to make? What idea won't leave you alone? And it's fun to work on when you're not feeling super stressed about it, like super intense about it. Like, oh, this is serious work and I need this to like turn out the way I think it should. Where could you be if you gave yourself that time to just fuck around? That's the only way I can think of to say it. So I want to leave you with that question, and I would love to hear from you. Send me a DM on Instagram or send me an email. What what comes out of this time for you? This is something I used to do sometimes when I was first starting out. I would sit down and fuck around and just see what I could make and see what would happen. But then as I got further along in my jewelry career, I started becoming a bit more intense about it, and like it needed to like be productive and fit in a collection idea I had. Like I started to get more narrow. But when I used to do this and just sit and mess around and see what would happen, I made so many amazing things and it was so much fun and gratifying and just very fulfilling. So I would love to hear how this goes for you. If you make something, please share it with me and give this a try, especially if you're feeling stuck in your creative practice. Just mess around and see what happens. Okay, I am so glad you are here and that we get to walk our paths together. See you next time. Same time, same place. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening today. If you want to learn my method for how to make your passion project idea a real thing, head over to www.jenmoulton.com backslash passion project and sign up to get the creative momentum workbook so you can learn how to plan your passion project in seven easy steps. See you next week.